Even Worth It or Worthless, a show where every episode we pull a game from my own personal collection of retro games, take off our nostalgia tinted glasses and decide, is the game good by today's standards and is it worth the price of admission? We talk about what the game does well, what the game doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Dan, joined as always by my friend Jordan. Jordan, what do we get into today? Today, we're celebrating 100 episodes of Worth It or Worthless by taking off our nostalgia-tinted glasses and deciding if the podcast is good by today's standards and if it's worth the price of admission. We'll talk about what the podcast does well, what the podcast doesn't do so well, and the things that are just plain weird. I'm your host, Jordan, joined as always by my friend, Dan. Dan, what did we get into today? <laughs> we got into four years of podcasts. That's, I now I get why you why uh man, that, that was hard. To, you got to do the whole spiel. There's a lot of words you got to read. Yeah, well, I commend I just, you for four years of doing the intro. <laughs> four man. years of the intro. The, what you guys don't know is that I just had to re-record the intro like six times to get it right. <laughs> man, that's uh, it's a it's a mouthful. He just nailed it on the first try. Well, no, I think it's upon on, upon a slow motion replay, you'd see that I fumbled a couple words in there, but it's all right. It's okay. <laughs> We fumbled a couple things upon a slow motion replay of four years of of this nonsense. Yes, episode one hundred. If you don't count bonus episodes and stuff, we're at, this is episode one hundred, and we're gonna spend the next uh, while. We'll see. We'll, we're just gonna take as long as this takes, and we're gonna we're gonna just look back and talk about what we've covered. Kind of look at some highlights, some lowlights, everything in between. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. This has uh, been a long yeah. time coming. You can expect this episode to be about as long as Final Fantasy VII. Like to play the game yes. or to like listen to that episode? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> probably. Probably It's, it's about the same same amount of time. <laughs> probably true. So we, we got got a, a few different things going on in this episode. The big thing is I've come up with some awards. And Dan doesn't, he knows what like the general yeah. idea of the awards are, but he doesn't know the actual, like he doesn't, he doesn't really know. I'm going to try to, I'm trying to like throw him off his game a little bit. Yeah. And also I've gone through and we have, we've have a, a spreadsheet. We've talked about this spreadsheet a lot on the show. <laughs> and for a long time, it was just a theoretical spreadsheet. It didn't actually exist. But then, uh, between the two of us, we put it together over the last year. We've been filling this thing out. I spent like three hours last weekend putting in some stuff into this spreadsheet pumping out data and we're gonna look at how have we done like our with our goal with this show you know is like to kind of bring some balance and sanity into the retro gaming market how do we dark side of the force in the 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 ever-present retro gaming yeah so think of this episode as part award show part retrospective and part report card and uh we're we're gonna just see what happens here (laughs) Part of my head with the the Star Wars stuff is going to the the, the younglings, um, Anakin, and somehow trying to connect some kind of retro gaming, collecting Anakin younglings. Um, but Anakin like killed all the younglings. <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying we should do? We're gonna okay. So for every the game, purpose of the show, Jordan. Yeah, we have the spreadsheet now. I know every game that we called worthless, and we're gonna go down to Dan's basement. We're gonna take all those games off the shelf and yeah. we're gonna burn them. This is—we are the Boondock Saints of the retro gaming scene. I—I I watched that movie. I watched that movie like once, like 15 years ago. So I don't—I really? don't get uh, the reference. That hurts. My Although, soul I, a little as bit. you stand here and I'm looking at you, yeah, you're standing right in front of a Boondock Saint poster. Yeah. So I, I at least yes. know that the Green Goblin is in the movie. Yeah. That's all I know. Yeah. 
That's that the green, is that William Defoe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Willem Defoe, not William. Oh. Not William. Willem. All right. You didn't know? I didn't know that. All right. <laughs> All Dan, right, so there are some rules here. There are some ground rules that we have to follow as we go into the award show segment of this episode. And I have gotten your full-throated approval of these, and you're totally on board with these rules, right? <laughs> yes, of course. Of course. Okay, so the rules. The rules are don't overthink it. What's your gut reaction? This is like the the antithesis of everything me. Yeah, but it gives you an out because if if like at some point in the future you're like, oh, I really didn't mean what I said, you can blame it on not having enough time to think it through and just say, Jordan said gut reaction. I had to just go. I didn't have to, time to like, you know, do a pros and cons list and all that kind of thing. So it's, you, yeah. you have an out. I'm giving you an out, okay? Yeah, I just saw these categories today. Yeah, like, but, so, like an hour ago. Yeah, as I've been trying to like formulate some some initial thoughts i'm like i'm a little bit um not anxious but i'm like i haven't collected my thoughts and that's a little bit stressful for me you know it's (laughs) having your thoughts collected is 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 a little bit overrated maybe maybe do you know what they say don't keep all of your eggs in one basket don't keep all your thoughts in one head you know that's what (laughs) we get them out on paper all right rule number two you can't use the same game twice we got 101 games that we've talked about, not counting bonus episodes and not counting uh, Desert Islands. We got a lot of games. <laughs> what? We don't want to talk about the same games over and over. So you can't use the same game twice, even though there's like eight or nine different categories we're going to be talking about. Okay? <laughs> Do we agree? I don't know about that. All know. right. Well, without further ado, this is where we would have like a, like a you know, if you were at a real award show, Mario Lopez would come out and he would, <laughs> right? He's always at those things. And he would say, what? the roasted corn on pizza award goes to, you know, the roasted corn on pizza award. What game That's have we covered thing. that just doesn't get the love it deserves? Because if you think about it, roasted what? corn is quite oh, okay. possibly so, the most underrated pizza topping. So what game have we covered on oh this show no. that's underrated? What doesn't get the love that it deserves? You literally called it roasted corn on pizza. I thought that was like some Mario Lopez joke. And no, now you would actually named the category roasted corn on pizza. That's this award, the roasted corn on pizza award. What game is underrated that we've covered that just doesn't get the love that it deserves? We're going to have to add a category that's the worst thing you've ever said on the podcast maybe well, the worst intro the worst award category <laughs> i mean let us know what's the worst jordan intro i mean we all, we know the best one is his sonic the hedgehog yeah um, yeah but, uh, that was one of my favorites yeah i think every other one is a tie for the worst could be could, could be. be could be all right so all right. dan which which game gets your roasted corn on pizza where what game is just un Gosh. underrated it, it's not it doesn't get the love that it deserves all right so my gut reaction yeah is to say a game that i don't want to officially say that's fine just just spit it so, out what's your gut saying so first one i mean obviously hyperstone heist i have been on this oh tirade ever because that game has been people don't know that that's the best genesis game um and so like i don't want to say that though that's what i'm saying i'm hedging because like obviously i've been saying that forever it just doesn't get as much love and now that the kyle bunga collection's out like maybe it'll get the love it deserves finally maybe that's a a throwback wait you you can't wait are you gonna say a different game i think i am gonna say a different game i was gonna say i want to hear your thoughts on it so that i can get a minute to see if hyperstone heist is my final answer that was my regis film i like that wow that was unexpected Okay, so for me, I'm gonna have to say Perfect Dark, and this is this is the Stop, thing. Underrated, man. underrated. Everybody's always talking about like just look at this last month. 
with GoldenEye coming out on the Switch and on Xbox, and everyone's going crazy. And I'm like, GoldenEye, it's so good. It's Is so it good, officially so good. out? Yeah, it's out. <sighs> I didn't even know. I've been thinking about it like the last few days. I was like, I need to see. I need to see what the the word is on the golden night. I think it's out. If it's not out, it's coming out soon. See, this is the so thing. What are you talking about? Everybody's like, ah. There's so much hype about it and everyone's been going crazy about GoldenEye and it's like, it's not even yeah. the best version of GoldenEye from the N64. Oh my word. Like every, and I have this argument all the time with randos and with friends and with <laughs> anybody. I'll be in the grocery store at Costco online and a lady will look at me and she'll go, GoldenEye's the best. And I'll say, no, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. It's it's Perfect Dark is, is a better game. And it, we talked about this ad nauseum in the Perfect Dark episode, but Man, I just I, I feel like people don't understand that Goldeneye is everything you want or sorry, Perfect Dark is everything you want and remember from Goldeneye but without all of the the suck. No, okay. I I have to caveat that with the Perfect Dark like the 360 remake, the HD version of Perfect Dark with the modern controls that you don't have to play in an N64. That's it's the version fine. of Perfect Dark that is underrated. No, okay, whatever. But there's still, even the base N64 version of Perfect Dark is still all the stuff you loved about GoldenEye, but better. Yeah, but are we talking about today's standards though? Because that's a, that's a, that's a really short list. We're just talking about all the underrated. Things, all the things I love about GoldenEye today. Listen, I scrolled, very short list. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I scrolled through the list of 101 games and I was just looking and saying, what on here doesn't get the love that it deserves? What is like that? Roasted corn, just sitting in the little jar at uh, at Mod Pizza. That I'm, yeah. the, I'm the only one who I ever see ordering yeah. the thing. All right, I've changed my answer. Okay, of course. All right, this is going to come as a surprise to everybody. Yeah, NHL hits 2002. Oh my gosh, there you're, it is. You're becoming a meme. You're just you're just be. Are you? I I I could have I should I should have filled in each of these answers oh of what word. I knew you were going to say. What did you you thought that's what I was going to say? I knew you were going to say that. It, it's because it's a good game. It's it's a good I, <laughs> game that doesn't get much love. It's a perfect but, answer for this question. Yeah, I th- I feel like the NHL hits franchise does not get the love it deserves. Um, NFL Blitz to a lesser extent. People know about Blitz, but people don't know about hits. NFL Blitz has its own arcade one up. You can go to Walmart and buy yourself. I know, an arcade, but I'm saying you know. people know. Like everybody's like, yeah, NFL Blitz. You know, it's a great game, but like nobody talks about hits except for like worth it or worthless. Yeah. So, uh, do you have an honorable mention? Or anything for that? Like, if you had to come up with a... I don't have an honorable mention for all these categories, but I was really torn. And I didn't want to be a meme. I didn't want to be a parody of myself. I, I, My first gut reaction really was to put Rampart here. <laughs> but I think that I... You, oh, know, you are a meme of yourself. I've rung the bell Goodness. on that one enough. Oh, I, I've been word. its biggest supporter. You all know what I think about Rampart. I, and I don't think it's I as... I still don't believe you. It's not as <laughs> underrated Now as that we've Perfect been beating Dark. that drum. Perfect yeah. Dark is definitely more underrated. So yeah. I'm going to stick with Perfect Dark. Atari, give us Rampart. Uh, what is... The, well, they've been doing those weird, like, neon, like... Uh, uh, T-shirts. No, they've been remaking... Atari games. Oh yeah, asteroids. Uh, I think yeah. asteroids is one. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. Um, they did a second one. They've done a whole recently. bunch of yes. Them. Like give give us Rampart. Give us like Rampart. That. That's right. Give us Rampart. I'm gonna go start <laughs> a change.org. Yeah. I'm gonna go start a change.org petition. Yeah. Come on, Atari. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Jordan. What's the second? What's the second award we have? All right. Next up, we got the Seattle Space Needle Award. You know, sometimes reality just doesn't quite live up to our expectations, Dan. What game gets way more love or hype than it should? Oh my word! So when I was younger, <laughs> I always heard about the Seattle Space Needle. 
And I was like, guys, there's this needle. There's this building that goes all the way up into like the clouds. It goes up to space. And then I went to Seattle and I saw the space needle and it's like a hundred feet tall. It's small. A <laughs> hundred like, feet tall. It's like small. <laughs> it's tiny. hundred feet tall. It's tiny. It looked like oh I've word. seen bigger like space needle kind of things that like Cedar Point used to have one and it was just as big as the space needle it was unimpressive so they bulldozed it so you know it just it didn't live up to my expectations dan so what is a game that we've covered that gets way more love or hype than it should and you can approach this either from maybe the price is way higher than that game deserves or maybe the gameplay gets all this hype and it's really not that good uh uh this is this is a tough one and i don't think our answers are probably going to surprise anybody um i think I'm torn. You can't like, I, I can't, I have to overthink this. I need you to go. I need you. I need your answer. Wow, this is, you're going to do this yeah. every time. I'm going to have to do this every time. Cause you just gave me the options like in the last couple hours. So, okay. So yeah, I was tempted to say something controversial here and I was like, I could just <laughs> say final fantasy seven, yeah, metal gear solid yeah, yeah, or yeah. something, but I'm going to have to go on sheer price alone. I have to go with, Batman Forever Arcade. Oh, my word. It's 327. <laughs> Listen. $327. That's a, that's a disc, right? That's for a PlayStation disc? That sounds like the complete price. Yeah, well, of course. It's the complete price. It's a disc. <laughs> no one's buying a loose PlayStation game. Some people are. $327, Dan. Oh, my word. Go downstairs right now. Get that and sell it. No. There's no, no. reason. It's a no. bad game. No. There's no reason you should own that. No. No chance. The only reason you should keep it is to sell it at a later date when it keeps going up. <laughs> By the time your son's in college... You could sell that one game and put him through college. Oh my word! It's ridiculous. Stop. All right, I got a few. Okay, help me, help me, help me suss through this, Jordan. I got three games. I think that are that I'm feeling on this one. Battletoads is definitely uh, definitely up there. Yeah, that, I I thought about that. Battletoads is one of yep, those. Yep. Although I think that the narrative has shifted on Battletoads because maybe like four years ago, everyone like, oh, I love Battletoads, but now yeah. I think most people realize that it's it. It's not doesn't hold up as much as we thought it did when we were kids. Yeah, and then uh, then then I'm gonna throw Goldeneye under the bus here, but the original gold version of Goldeneye, and then uh, I gotta <laughs> just okay. say it, just say it, just spit it out. It's okay. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just the whole franchise. <laughs> the thing with those are is like. <laughs> They're not expensive games. Yeah. So it's not like it's not like you're really losing out a whole lot if you buy it and then you don't like it. I'm sorry for everybody who just flipped their car. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking through some old uh I have some screenshots of DMs and stuff in my phone and uh I think I sent this one to you. Uh somebody said, I hate Sanic or whatever. And you're like, what's your least favorite thing? And they said he goes fast. <laughs> I mean, that's 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 what he does. He goes fast. Uh but yeah, I mean Sonic like it's like you just wanna you wanna go fast in those games and they just wanna stop you and make you do a bunch of platforming and 
I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the Sonic fans. But so is that your final answer? Is Sonic? I, I, I'm nominating Sonic for the category. <laughs> most over, man, most most likely to be a Seattle Space Needle. Which which game gets way more love or hype than it should? Okay, so I'm saying Goldeneye, Sonic, or Battletoads. Um, <laughs> I feel like Goldeneye is like a pure nostalgia trip. Um, but I feel like also with like the perfect dark thing where if, when we get the HD remake, that's like great. Like I feel like Goldeneye when it's brought into the modern era, it's probably going to be just fine. Um, Battletoads is just, I mean, the 2020 version of it's like, oh, they saved this franchise and it's yeah. fun and great now. Yeah. Um, oh no. Sonic. Man, Sonic's been some places when you talk about Sonic in the modern era. But people like would could argue that what was it Sonic Mania that came out recently and just really yes yes Sonic just Mania brought it great. back to yeah. that two D goodness yeah that's a good point I I like that not sure that people have as much uh, hope for Sonic Frontiers <laughs> I don't know I haven't been uh, following the uh, the hype on that it's been but generally negative yeah um, you didn't want an open world Sonic game three <laughs> D <3D? laughs> Cad, <laughs> <laughs> the words are failing me. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think about those answers? No, those are Jared? your answers. No, you what need do you to think? How are you feeling about those three? Like, do you, are you are you with me? I can see the merits of each of them. See the merits of each of them. Are any of them jumping out to you as like the obvious choice that you would like me to say? What? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I have mean, to battle, overthink this. Battle toads. You I think, think it's, it's battle toads? Yeah. It's, I mean, yeah. It's bad. Especially like going back, if I had to like try to talk to like my former self, yeah. This would be the hardest one, I think, to But people don't do people defend Battletoads on the internet? I feel like very rarely you you see people defending Battletoads as all like right. a, a Goldeneye great... Goldeneye it is. Goldeneye? I don't know, man. It's your thing. I'm I... not gonna offend all the Sonic fans. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we liked Sonic too though. I had it really easy. This is the problem yeah. with you being a collector is I can look at the $327 price tame of bag. Ugh. The price, price tame of bag. Price tame of bag. <laughs> and I can say like Batman Forever, bad game, $327. Just that's it. That's the overrated one. But you yeah. being a collector, that just makes you love that game even I'm not, more. I'm not looking at the prices on this as, as much as I just am going with my gut. You yeah. Know? Um. Sonic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's everybody. For the best. I'm it's sorry. For the best. <laughs> All right, there you have it. Batman Although Sonic Forever. Mania in the Sonic movies. Yeah, Sonic you know movies. What I'm saying like, all right, I'll give you guys some love. Yeah, some Sonic love. All right, there you have it. Our two Seattle Space Needle Award winners: Batman Forever and Sonic, the entire franchise. Not the entire franchise. <laughs> <laughs> the original Sonic. Okay. Next up, Dan, we have the <laughs> Ramiro Alanis Award. Ah, Ramiro Alanis Morset. No, uh, Ramiro Alanis <laughs> set the world record after watching Avengers Endgame 191 times in theaters. Are you trying to beat that? Alanis you... said that he sacrificed social time with his family to break this record. Most You don't say. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a short movie either. Okay, so Dan, if you had to replay one game right now, which would you pick? Man, uh, I've had a, the itch since the Cowabunga collection has been in my possession. I haven't like gotten to 
you know, get my Manhattan Project fix. Oh, yeah, that's a um, good option. NFL Blitz was like my gut reaction earlier of like, but yeah. how do you replay an arcade sports game? Well, you, not, I'm not saying you have to like complete it or whatever. I'm just saying play it. Thinking about NHL hits again is just an- another you, one. Come on, man. Another one. You should have, you, you had to know I was going to do this. I know, but the you rules, had to Dan, there are rules. I'm telling you, man, my gut, my gut, my gut, right. my gut. I mean, we could talk about Tony Hawk. Like, you could just play the remaster, and I'm going to say that's a retro game. All right, guys. What's just, your answer? Just fast forward a few what, minutes, because he's going to list all 101 <laughs> games. He's going to list every game. You know, I did. I have had the itch since we covered it on the podcast to go to the adventures of Batman and Robin on Genesis. You should, okay. If <laughs> you have that game. itch, if you have that itch, you should have a dermatologist because <laughs> that's, you should not have uh, that itch. What's your answer? My answer, uh, and it ties into the theme of the question as well, is Captain America and the Avengers. Really? I, yeah, I, I have not played it through since we played it on the podcast. Yeah. And I just, I love that. I love the idea. Here, this is the thing. I think I love the idea of it. Yeah. And for so many of these games, like the reality has become separated from the hyperbole. Yeah. Because we talk about them so often on the show, and like, is Streets of Rage three as bad as we say it is? I don't know. I it's just like yeah. You kind of <laughs> at some point the reality and the hyperbole get mixed together. So yeah. for me, if I'm like I want to sit down and play one of these, I'm gonna pick Captain America and the Avengers. Is it actually as good as I remember as it being? And it ties into the question. Ramiro yeah. Alanis would be proud. Um, I have been itching for Metal Gear Solid lately and Castlevania as well for whatever reason. It's October as we're recording this. So those games have been on my mind. But Jordan. Yeah. Do you want to know? I j- All right. Here we go. I got this for you. I got this for you. All right. Do you, do you know what I'm going to say? I don't know because you've listed about 14 games already. 14 games. If I had to play one game on this list right now. Yeah. Roller Coaster Tycoon. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I love that so much. <laughs> Took me a while to scroll through the list, but yeah, yeah. I, yeah, you yeah. had to get all the way to the bottom, and then you're like, yep, that's the one. That's the one, right? See, this is the problem. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't put that one because I'm always playing Roller Coaster. Yeah, game. you're never not playing It's a state of mind game. at this yeah. point. I look, <laughs> I'm just driving, and I'm like, oh, man. Man, a, a bumper cars would fit perfectly right there. Oh, my word. Yeah. That was easy. Yeah, that was easy. The Ramiro Alanis <laughs> Awards go to Captain America and the Avengers and Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yeah. I feel good about that. Kevin. Yeah, of course yeah. you do, because I said Roller Coaster Tycoon, and anytime I say that, you're just you feel good about it. Yeah. Especially since I give it love. All right, moving on, Jordan. All right, Dan. Next up we have the March through December of 2020 award. Ooh. Which game do you hope Gosh. to never experience again? Yikes. Yeah, that's kind of bleak. What game do you yeah. hope to never experience again? Uh, man, I mean, you can go with the easy answers here, um, but I won't. All right, <laughs> give me. I respect that. Yeah. I respect that. I mean, like you got you got your Battletoads, you got your Streets of Rage threes. Um, <laughs> you know, there's a lot of games on this list that we've covered that are just we kind of ruined for ourselves. I think, which is what we that's what this whole show is about. Is it? Like, yeah, you know. All right. If the worst game, to, okay, so there's two. Two terrible games. The the two worst games we've probably legitimately covered on this podcast, Superman 64 and Bible Adventures. No. No? Dan. Are you serious? Well, okay, we're going to have to do the thing again where I go first. Because, okay. Like, 100% the worst game that we've played on this show is Celebrity Deathmatch. No, I actually don't agree with that. I, like... At I, le- okay. At least, like, there's something entertaining and funny about how bad... 
Superman 64 is. No. And there's something quaint about like the the you know pixel art of Bible Adventures, but Celebrity Deathmatch wasn't even fun. It wasn't funny. It was so slow and repetitive. Like there's nothing redeeming about there's it. There's a zero percent chance that Celebrity Deathmatch is the worst of those three. Uh, I, I this is the thing. Like just from an experience, it's a like, terrible game. It. Yeah, it's a terrible game. Yeah. But like Bible Adventure, boo, 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 or just like the janky, slidey controls trying to get baby Moses and you're getting... I'm not st- saying it's good. Getting stabbed by the Egyptians. Like, I what are you going to do? I don't know, man. And then you, just the utter brokenness of Superman 64. Yeah. It's so... It's... It, ugh, it's I don't I don't want to talk about it. It's Superman 64. It's yeah, but like... So the, bad. It has, going forward, at least the fact that it is Superman 64. And so, That's like, literally the only thing that experience, has going yeah. for it. But like, it's like it has become a meme. It has become like an experience in itself to experience it. Like that, but you don't have that with Superman sixty four. Is one of those. I th- I feel like it's rare uh, that it lives up to the hype or its notoriety so much. Yeah, you know, like there's. I don't think there's a lot of things. I mean, we say a lot of interesting <laughs> things on this podcast in general. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Superman 64, anybody was like, I really disagree with Worth It or Worthless on this one. No, you're um, right. You're right. You're right. So, yeah, that's the easy the easy. All right. So me. you're going Superman 64? Yeah. All right. There you go. There you have it. Our March through December of 2020 awards go to Celebrity Deathmatch and Superman 64. What a title. Gosh. Yeah. Well, doesn't it invoke that I like, you know, or evoke rather that that feeling of like, I don't want to go back. I feel like that's not a long enough timeline, to be honest. Well, I know. <laughs> but Just for the succinctness of the title. Anyways. It's already kind of a mouthful. Yeah. All right. Anyways. Coming up next, we have the Lotus Express at 12 Oaks Mall Award. All right. This is what you need to know, Dan. Oh, this has, that's a deep I cut. love Lotus Express at 12 Oaks Mall. It's, it's a delicious, uh, vaguely Asian-themed restaurant. <laughs> but... It's like the McDonald's of Asian food. On at least two occasions, <laughs> on at least two occasions after eating there, I have had some like <laughs> stomach distress, diarrhea, and I can't, I can't say for certain that I got it from eating there. I cannot say that. So, I will continue to eat there every time I go back to the mall <laughs> because it's delicious and like you know, every now and then you're gonna have some diarrhea. It's not a big deal. Oh my word! So, Dan, which game? Do you want to play again, even though you know you really shouldn't? This has to be a game we covered on the podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, if you want to go outside of that, but I mean, what game do you want to play again that you know you really shouldn't? Snow Brothers Two with new elves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At least you acknowledge that you shouldn't. No, it's actually a fun game. I'm I'm going to defend that game. That game's fun. Uh, you could just say Snow Brothers because yeah. they're the exact same game. Maybe for January, January, I'm gonna. <laughs> 2023. Uh, Snow Brothers 2 and New Elves. No, don't. Please don't. Nobody wants uh, it. You're going to have to... T- you go first. I need, okay. I need a second. I this one was hard for me because, like, it's most of them. Most of the, <laughs> <laughs> most of the games that we've covered. But I really... This is the thing. And it goes back to what I said earlier. I think I'm going to have to say Streets of Rage 3. Is it really as bad as I've made it out to be? Or should I try it again? 
even though I know it's likely <sighs> to give me diarrhea. My Should I try goodness. it? Should I try it? Maybe the music wasn't so bad. Maybe we were just having some, you know, allergies. So or something was that the that last day. time you played that game? I have never once turned it on again yeah. since that day. No, I've revisited it a handful of times to sort of like, I think capture footage or whatever. Yeah. And instant migraine every time. It's not an instant migraine, but there are parts of it that it's like the problem is that game's like two and a half, three hours long. And like some of the, the, like the gameplay can be fun. It's just at some point it hurts your eyes and wears out. It's welcome. It's like the, how do I say this? <laughs> it's getting Dan's deep sigh award. <laughs> <laughs> it's not so bad if you play it for 20 minutes. Yeah. It's just when you play it for 200 minutes that it becomes Are you saying problem. that Streets of Rage 3 would have been better off as a mobile game? Uh, every What wouldn't be better off as a mobile game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I don't know. I don't know, because I feel like um, as I'm like looking at these, this, they this kind of are what they are. Yeah, but this game was tailor-made for you, because this always happens. We record. You're like, man, I really didn't like that game. And then the next day you text me like, I want to play that game some more. Yeah, well, but I don't know. As I'm like looking at these, I don't feel like anything's jumping out. I mean, I had a much different opinion of Final Fantasy VII than you did, but I don't feel like that's a game that I shouldn't ever go back to. I mean, I'm like, yeah, I can, I kind of, I don't know, something appealing to me about Final Fantasy VII. I'm just, I'm seeing so many games in the list that I like. I mean, I'm not like Double Dragon 2, really. It's like, almost like they all wanna... came from your collection. <laughs> almost. Uh, Super Star Wars series, I'm thoroughly over. I don't really want to <laughs> ever go back to that. Diddy Kong Racing, I'm not like, I'm pretty clear on that one. Gosh, I don't, I don't know what to say here, Jordan. All right. You, Prob- you know what it is? You what? know what it really is? What? This, ha- this does happen. Batman Forever Arcade. That, okay. That's it. There you go. Because you have to justify keeping it in your collection. If it's going to be $327, it better be worth playing. No. Well, I got it as a gift. Probably like, I don't know, 2015 or something. What are the ethical ramifications of selling a gift that somebody gave you? Well, the gift was received. That's the point of the gift. The gift wasn't yeah. the item itself. The gift was the intent oh, behind. Oh, Dan, I got you this thing nice. that I, I like really that. wanted you to have. I know it was meaningful for you. You've been talking about this here and there. So I ordered it off eBay for you. Here's a complete copy that I think he paid like $35 for or something. Oh, it's gone up like 100%. Wait, no. That 100? No, 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 Guys, no. Guys, <laughs> listen. That's not 100. If we get 100 episodes into this podcast and you don't know that I can't do math... We failed you. We have failed you. I'm sorry. So yeah, it would it would be Batman Forever Arcade because I feel like every year, year and a half, I come back to that one and I'm like, yeah, yep. There's still something about it that I'm like, this this can't be right. It's like Spider Man Three. It's like yeah. Sam Raimi's Spider Man Three. This can't be right. Yeah. No. <laughs> Did we lose some scenes in here? What's going on? Did we let you the- just. It's the tab. It's like the thirteenth tab out of like five hundred that I have open in my phone, where it's just it's always back there somewhere, and occasionally it comes across your radar that it's still open. Like this is a problem that I still need to solve at some point. It's that, really easy. You just go. You, you hold just, down the button. Not and the delete, tabs. Not the tabs. Delete all open tabs. It's no, great. not the tabs. <laughs> Spider Man Three and Batman Forever Arcade. I'm like. Right. Someday I'll understand how this got made. Yeah. 
All right. Well, there you have it. <laughs> that is the Lotus Express at 12 Oaks Mall Award going to Streets Rage 3 and Batman Forever Arcade. Gosh. At this point in the show, we're going to take a little break from awards. We're going to come back. We can have more awards come to later. But right now, we want to dig into some data. Data? Data? The guy from Star Trek. Yeah. We're gonna... <laughs> <laughs> we want to take some time yeah. to analyze this data. We set out four years ago to Jordan, talk some sense into the retro gaming market. And I want to see how did we do. You're, you're appealing to my nerd side here. Yeah. You're like, let's get into the spreadsheet and data. I'm like, yeah. let's do it. Let's, let's I love it. I love this. Yeah, so I went through and I, <laughs> Thinking I too listened much about this. to every episode, just the section where we talk about the prices. <laughs> and I put in, what was the game selling for when we covered it? And then I went on price charting and looked at, what is the game selling for now? And then I ran a little equation. I had to Google how to do equation in Google Sheets. And it taught me how. Yeah. And now we have the, the percentage change between yeah. when we originally covered the game and now. And so I want to look at, damn, what game do you think had like the biggest increase, the biggest price increase between when we covered it and now? Is that percentage wise or is that percentage, dollars? Percentage increase. Yeah. My gut wants to say Batman Forever. I think that game was like a hundred and something dollars um, when we covered it. So I think it's tripled in price. I think Gunstar Heroes also had a massive jump. Since we covered it, I think that all right here. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep track. You've gotten oh. so far. You've gotten two of the top seven. I got, of, oh, you got top seven. I got well. Yeah, of course. <laughs> you always do the top seven. So <laughs> top, you, top you've seven. nailed. Yeah, you nailed what? two of the top seven so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah. Um, what else, man? Snow Brothers was two hundred dollars when we no, covered it. Not no. on the list. Really? Not on the list. Mighty Final Fight was somewhere. I think not I think on that the was, list. Really? These are yeah. Not on the biggest gains. Not on the list. The biggest gains. Yeah. Those yeah, those 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 jumped. Well, um, they're not on the biggest drops either. They're not on. I mean, I feel like I have to look at like the first like thirty episodes of the podcast because you know things went crazy in twenty twenty and beyond. Well, here let's let's just talk through them here. Okay, let's talk. You, so you did you got you got uh, the number two biggest gain with Batman Forever. Yeah, and the number five biggest gain with Gunstar Heroes. So starting at number seven with a seventy seven percent increase was Pokemon Red and Blue. Which was twenty six bucks when we covered it. Wow! And it is now forty six dollars. So it jumped up twenty dollars, seventy seven percent increase. I remember when All we right. covered it, being like, "Man, twenty six bucks for this game is a great deal." Yeah. I don't. We broke the internet. Yeah, I don't we have that it. same feeling at forty six dollars. No, of course you don't. Yeah. Next don't. up, uh, Wave Race has an eighty three percent increase. That doesn't sound right. Isn't really a big deal because it was six bucks when we covered it. Eleven. <laughs> It's eleven dollars now. It's still a good price. It only Scared went up five away, bucks. Yeah. But I mean, I mean, when you that's go to, just inflation. Well, when you go percentage, eighty-three <laughs> percent inflation. <laughs> we're in trouble. <laughs> Next up, you got Gunstar Heroes. The eighty-six percent increase, going from thirty-seven dollars when we covered it, which is getting up there. That's like that's that's high. Like thirty-seven bucks. I don't think either of us would have been comfortable with that. It's now sixty-nine dollars. I think it was in the eighties at some point. Well, yeah. So a lot of these, <laughs> that's the thing. A lot of these had jumped way up earlier this year. Yeah. And now they've come back down to reality yeah. a little bit. So this is where it's at now. So 37 bucks up to 69. That's a $32 increase, 86% on Gunstar Heroes. Wow. Yeah. Next up with an even 100% increase. And I'm, I'm going to say this is 100% us. <laughs> 
Because we didn't just cover this once. We've talked about it ad nauseum. <laughs> NFL Blitz. <laughs> this was... <laughs> going from eight dollars to sixteen dollars. This was one hundred percent us. One hundred percent increase. Sure. Yeah, that's all. Of all us. because they're worth it or worthless, not because it's a popular you retro game. Never that hear played. anybody talking about the NFL these days. It's all like who plays football? You know, yeah, concussion. Yeah. This no one, no one cares about football anymore. It's all us. Okay, <laughs> another one hundred percent increase. Again, one hundred percent us. TMNT Hyperstone Heist. <laughs> Going from forty bucks when we first covered it four years ago Gosh. to eighty dollars now. Yikes! Yeah, that's a big yikes. Yep, yep. I feel like that one kind of fluctuates on price. I feel like that one kind of goes from the sixties to the eighties. Like you, just, I don't know. There's a weird top end on that one because I've looked at it from time to time. Well, and thankfully you can get it digitally now with that Cowabunga collection. Yeah, the so. Cowabunga collection. Like what? A, what? How, how did that take four years to get into our hands? I don't know. I, I mean, it's I think we could say that we're 100% uh, responsible for that as well. I believe we called that shot several years ago. We uh, we did. We, we did. Haven't we? So that's a weird um, ability that we have on this podcast is to call shots and then they just uh, come to fruition. Well, yeah. When you cover like every popular retro game and say, hey, they should remake this. And then they do. Or there should be a collection and then they put it out. It's almost like if there's a good game, companies release them for people to buy or snow brothers we've been talking about that stop they no, remade okay. it <laughs> yeah and sometimes beyond all like why nobody ever in the entire world was asking for a remake not just like a re-release <laughs> but a full-on remake of snow brothers nobody wanted that give us a switch version of knights of the old republic yeah. done yeah give I us mean, a second one but Done. I'll, yeah. <laughs> I'm Remake happy. Battletoads. I, I don't know if we said that. Done. No, I mean, I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy to take credit for all this, but I mean, it really is just a good business move. They're like, listen, those guys that are in their 30s now, they got money. We should, we should re-release <laughs> these terrible games and take their money again. <laughs> all right. Next up on the list, number two here was a 192% increase for Batman Forever Arcade. <sighs> going from 112 bucks when we covered it to $327. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah, that is rough. 192% increase on a terrible game. Rough all around. Just yeah, rough to every, play, rough to own. Rough to buy. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's tough. And finally. Rough to watch that movie. Yeah. 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 When was the last time you watched Batman Forever? Uh, when I was in elementary school. You should watch it. It's I like It's like to. a live action cartoon. Well, Batman and Robin's live action cartoon. Batman Forever less so, but you know. All right, and last, last on the list, the biggest increase, 200% increase. 200%, and I didn't say this one? 200%, maximum carnage, going from 10 bucks to 30 bucks. Stop. Yeah, 10 bucks to 30 bucks. That's a $20 increase for maximum carnage, 200% increase. Biggest drops, any guess on the biggest drops? Games biggest? that have actually dropped in price since we covered them? None of them. Oh. <laughs> a bunch, a bunch have, yeah. Really? Yeah, I got, I got the top seven here again. The, t- the top seven. <laughs> oh, killing me. Or bottom seven, I guess. Bottom I seven. Um, man, I don't. I I have no guesses here. The, I mean, I feel like these are all probably uh, common games. Uh, Star Fox sixty four is jumping out to me. Is, is, that sounds a little low. No, but you, you're right. They definitely they are all, let's see, one, two, uh, most of them are first party games. So you yeah. got a 26% drop for Link's Awakening going from 54 bucks to $40 now. Yeah. 
These are all going to be recent, aren't they? Uh, as, no. As things level out. More recent. No, no, no deep cuts. Yeah, 27% okay. drop from Rampage World Tour, going from $22 to 16 We got a 28% drop for SSX Tricky, going from 18 to 13 Really? A 30% drop for Streets of Rage 3. I think that we could claim that one. Going from 100 <laughs> Yeah. Dropping from $105 on to $73. Like, it has a long way to drop still, but... We're doing it. <laughs> all the way to the floor. We're doing work. It, 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 we need to uh, get the the ET treatment for that one. Yeah, Just put, put it in the landfill and, and call it a day. Everybody, this is gonna be like a recall, <laughs> a manufacturer's recall. Send in your copies of Streets of Rage. We're burying it. <laughs> a thirty-one percent drop for Super Mario Kart, down from forty-two percent or forty-two dollars down to twenty-nine dollars. Uh, keep going. Keep going on that one. I like please. Super Mario Kart. Okay, no, 34% no, drop for Super Mario World from $29 down to $19. Really? That's a, that's a good price for Super Mario World. $19. Yeah, I like $29 that. is a good price. And then the biggest drop, a 37% drop for Metroid Zero Mission from 115 down to a more reasonable $72. Really? Yeah. That's kind of insane to me. Was it really $115 when we covered it? Yeah, I guess so. Gosh, that's insane. That's what we said anyway. That's what we said. Maybe we lied. Price charting at that time. Yeah. Um, that was, what, a year ago? Uh, or yeah. November, I think. Roughly. Of, of 2021. Zero Mission, we did episode 83. That was November 23rd. Hey, you got it. Yeah, November yeah. 23rd, 2021. Yeah. So yeah. a little bit less than a year ago. A mind like a steel trap. Yeah, yeah. so there you go. There's the biggest <laughs> changes. And I think that we will we'll just claim credit for all of those, for good or for bad. <laughs> We won't take credit for all the other ones that yeah. we that went up significantly, but we will, of course, take credit for all the uh, ones. That, that, yeah, it is kind of went. frustrating. You know, we see <laughs> one, two, three, four games that have gone up over a hundred percent. One that's gone up two hundred percent. A bunch that are in that seventy to eighty percent range for increases, and our biggest decrease was thirty-seven percent, and a lot of them in that like twenty to thirty range. So. The decreases are not as big as the increases. Yeah, well, it'll be interesting maybe to see what the, the market does over the next couple of years to see if it continues to level out as we've gotten out of the uh, the pandemic a little bit more. The good news is uh, you really shouldn't be playing much Maximum Carnage or Batman Forever Arcade, so it's not a huge deal <laughs> if those keep skyrocketing. Unless you're you're a hoarder. Yeah, which, you know, is most of you that we're talking to out there. So. <laughs> Just know that we're here for you. We support you. <laughs> if you reach out to us if you need help. Goodness. All right, Dan. We've got another award here. Again, this kind of ties into our data. And this is the Costco Hot Dog Award. <laughs> what? Yeah, it's a great bargain. Is it? Yeah, $1.50 for a quarter pound hot dog and a drink. Uh, it's a phenomenal right. deal. All right. <laughs> Costco highly subsidizes their hot dogs so they can keep that price point. They haven't raised the price on it in like 30 years. 30 years. Inflation yeah. can't touch that hot dog. No, they actually opened up their own, I don't know if it was hot dog factory or hot dog bun factory to make it all, uh, keep keep the prices low. Kirkland? Kirkland's best? Yeah. Kirk- Got Kirkland hot dogs? Yeah. What doesn't Kirkland's best make? Small quantities of things. <laughs> <laughs> that the truth. You want to buy some peanut butter? You're going to buy four pounds of it. <laughs> Worth it. 
<laughs> All right. So Costco, okay. worth it. <laughs> Costco hot dog award. Which game is the best bargain? Today's prices. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm looking at Space Jam at $17 and really thinking about that. Stop. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, I'm going to go with these. We're going to say these physical prices here because a lot of these have digital versions yeah we're gonna just leave that out there because okay. if we were saying digital you know i'd be really tempted to say roller coaster tycoon or kotor because yeah. those yeah. go on sale down in the single digits yeah for really big games but we're gonna yeah. stick with physical i mean oh goodness uh at 35 dollars no mercy is a great deal no just no hyperstone heist at 80 dollars it's not a good deal that's not a good deal for a 16-bit beat-em-up game. That is not a good deal. <laughs> you are an insane person for even thinking that. Since we're saying physical copies, then there's only one game on the list that I can really go with. It's it's a game that's universally regarded, maybe not here, but outside of this room. Of course, yeah. As one of the great games. And it's the only one of those like universally regarded great games that's still in the single digits on this list. I'm going to have to say Sonic 2. Wow. Okay. $9 for Sonic 2. Like The game was like five bucks. You want to go and add a physical cartridge to your collection. That's a game that most people really enjoy. I'm going to have to say like best bargain is probably Sonic 2. The best bargain. Yeah. You're putting me in a weird spot here because Super Mario World at $19. Like, I really like that. Yeah. Um, But it's 19 bucks for a... 30 year old game so that's a that's a steal uh, <laughs> it, yeah, just by default that's a steal <laughs> 19 bucks is a year of switch online yeah but we're not talking about that i know i mean i agree you should play that and many great games with switch online if you happen to own a switch <laughs> which is everyone i actually just saw the recent numbers it came out eight billion sold yeah yeah some people are doubling up. They're going to be in trouble soon because PlayStation has said they're going to increase, I think, PS5 supplies by like 300% over the next year. So that means at least six people per store per month will be able to get one. Yeah, I was going to say, I literally <laughs> don't know a single person in my day-to-day life that owns a PlayStation 5. Like your friend Dan. Do you uh, own one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I literally... What do you mean? What do you even... All right. <laughs> what do you even play on it? Are there even games? Do they, have uh, they put out games for it? Jordan, oh, guys, he's hurting my soul the way that he just doesn't listen Name to Name one ever. game for PlayStation 5. When we walked into this room. He can't. When, he we, can't. <laughs> when we walked into this room to record this podcast, I was telling him the new Batman game came out yesterday. <laughs> you did not just, tell me that. He didn't even hear it. He you did not tell me that. It. No chance did you tell me that. Can we get playback? Somebody do a rewind. because no, it was before we were recording. I know. I, you did not tell me that. Oh, my word. Listen, when I enter this room, when I enter this room and there's no messing around, no I don't have mess, any capacity no for tomfoolery. I'm, I'm, this is business only in here. Gosh. We don't talk about video games, Dan. This is recording a podcast. This is serious business. Uh you have a PlayStation 5? Yes. What do I you do. do with it? <laughs> Is it just to look at? Well, we've been playing a lot of uh, Toy Story 3, the PSP version, yeah. uh, on the, the, the you, PlayStation Plus Premium you, yeah. with, with, with me and my son. You need a PlayStation 5 to play that. You actually do. You literally can only play it on PSP. <laughs> PS- 
Yeah. Okay. So what does your PS5 do for you? <sighs> Got the new Batman game. I've been playing some Returnal lately. That's a good one. It's a roguelike. Returnal? Third, third person shooter roguelike. You'd like it if right. it was on Switch, but it never will be. Man, sounds like there's a lot of games. No, there's not. I don't recommend people get a PS5 at the moment. There's not a lot of reasons to own one. But now there is, now that the new Batman game's out. But talk about that another day. Alright. Um, I like Tony Hawk 3 at 14 bucks. Yeah. That's a great deal. There you go. NFL, or I uh, know, I'm getting the prices mixed. Heavy Barrel at $13. There you go. Worthless. Uh, <laughs> NFL Bloods at 16 is a great deal. Um, I Yeah, I'll agree with you with Sonic, too. Like that's a that's a that's a bargain, but I'm gonna go with Super Mario World because it's a way better game. All right, but, there you yep. have it. The Costco Hot Dog Award goes to Sonic Two and Super Mario World. Snack Hog. <laughs> yes. All right, Dan. Digging a little bit more into the data, I got a little a little trivia for you here. Yeah. What percentage of games did we say were worth it, and what percentage of games did we say were worthless? So I want to know for you. Looking back on 101 games, how many did you say were worth it? 10%. Is that your real guess? <laughs> Feels real to me. Yeah? Uh, no, I'm going to guess it's more in like the 40, 40% worth it. Yeah, yeah. Somewhere in the neighborhood, 40. You were 44% yeah. worth it. And yep. then 56% worthless. Yeah. What's a pretty good, pretty even mix there. Yeah. What about me? Uh, you're probably in like the 80% of worthless. That's pretty close. I yeah. was 27% worth it, yeah. 73% worthless. Yep, yep. I know you. Yeah. I know you. Yeah, okay. Here's another one. What was the average price? I took all the prices that we said that we would pay for games, and then I averaged them out. So what yeah. do you think your average is for what you would pay for a game? So I've kind of been in this data a little bit over yeah. time as I've entered stuff in the spreadsheet. Um, I'm somewhere in the neighborhood of like 18 to $20. And that feels accurate for me. You were yeah. in that range. Yep. Until this recent slew. I feel like I've I've poisoned your mind a little bit. Because yeah. you have been pulled down, Dan. I've been pulled down to what, sixteen dollars? <laughs> Fifteen dollars and eighty-four cents. That doesn't sound right. Well, it's what you said. I don't believe me. I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. All right, what about me? What do you think my average price is that I pay for a game? As much as we joke about two dollars, it's not two dollars. Yeah, I think it's more like four to five. <laughs> it's actually six dollars and eighty cents. Six dollars and eighty cents. How so, does that feel to you? I feel bad about that. <laughs> but I also, I also feel like I kind of got bullied oh a little word. bit on, like early on in the podcast. Oh no, you've just. Changed. I remember saying like thirty dollars because I was trying to fit in with all you video no, game no, guys. No, no. And then I had to go on a long slew of $2 to try to even things out. So Jordan's like, I'll pay $6 for video games, which I can spend hours with and play yeah, over and over yeah, and yeah. over again. But I'll go to opening night of every Marvel movie and pay, I don't even we, know okay. how much for these experiences that I can only have it, a there single you go. time. No, see, we've had this conversation on the podcast before. I'll pay $9 for a Qdoba burrito Yeah, every single week that I'm going to lose the novelty of because i do it all the time listen but these video games six bucks one last I can time play for I'm, 40 hours i'm gonna do this one last time dan when you go to 
a movie opening or go to whatever. That is a memory. That's an experience that you have yeah. with people, and you have that forever. When I buy a Kodoba, as long as you remember it, <laughs> no, I will. Well, that's a, that's a, I I still remember every one. When I buy a Kadoba burrito, it becomes part of my life force, and it gives me the energy to do things that I need to do. <laughs> okay. When I buy a video game. I usually end up regretting it a day later because I'm like, I didn't really need this. Uh, you're buying the wrong video games. Look at th- these experiences that we've had for four years, Jordan. This podcast wouldn't exist no, this without is great. these experiences. You buy the video games, I'll play <laughs> yours. It's perfect. They're worth nothing to me. You buy them, I'll play yours. All right. Knowing everything you know about yeah. everything you know. Yeah. What are you paying for Breath of the Wild today? You, that experience in, oh. in your life. Um how 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 much would you pay for how you feel about your probably favorite gaming experience of all time? Uh, $60 MSRP. <laughs> okay. That's not worth any more to you. No. Like, okay, okay, let's okay, listen. Say, okay. Listen. Why should I artificially inflate the value of something when I know I can go to Target right now and buy it for 40 bucks? Let's 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 play let's play a little like a little scenario, like a little desert island thing. Okay. Every copy of Breath of the Wild gets destroyed and there are no more Switches being manufactured. Your copy gets deleted. Nintendo has to re-release Breath of the Wild today. It doesn't exist. You can't pay $40 for it. You can't pay 60 Yeah, I got you. I'm I'm tracking. All right. How much are you willing to pay if Nintendo put that game out for like $80, knowing what you know about it? Are you paying $80 if that's what you had to pay to have Breath of the Wild in your life? 80 bucks? No. No? I, I literally haven't played it since I beat it. 90 no. A hundred? No chance. <laughs> You're going the wrong way. Yeah, so just... 120? If we've gotten to episode 100 and you guys don't all realize that, like, my brain doesn't work like your brains, then... So, would you pay $120 for Breath of the Wild 2? No. <laughs> no, I would not. <laughs> I'm going to be hard-pressed to buy it at release date for full price. I'm going to be looking for a coupon or something. R- are you going to pick it up on release day? Yeah, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, I'll play the first one. And by pick it up, point. you mean like download it because I'm not a savage who still uses physical cartridges. <laughs> Unless somebody buys you a birthday present. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean that's fine. <laughs> All right, well that worth it or worthless? Yeah, fifteen and six. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say that this podcast was worth six dollars and eighty cents to me. Four uh, years, four years of podcast, six dollars eighty cents. Yeah, yeah, it's close, but I'm gonna say worth it. Okay. I've got to say worthless. At, at, <laughs> at fifteen eighty four, definitely worthless. <laughs> I think this, is a, uh, this is a good time to talk about, though. Like, how has this podcast, how have 100 episodes, how have four years of doing this exercise, of looking at the games on your shelf and evaluating them by today's standards, how have they changed the ways that you think about video games? Because it's definitely changed the way that I think about video games. Yeah, for sure. Um it's been an interesting ride doing this podcast because it did start out of a place of frustration with the market of like, uh, I don't even remember, like Knights of the Round. Um, not even, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think because like there were, there were experiences that we had together that were like, these are fun. And then I would have like a game like Snow Brothers or whatever that was like ridiculous and it's like i wanted to originally the idea for the show was like i wanted to play a retro game with you and make like a youtube show and like how much do you think this game costs jordan and like the the seed of worth it or worthless was like a youtube show of me bringing games to my friend 
Yeah. And then having you react to the price. And you definitely, early on, we had a more of a lean towards covering obscure games. Yeah. Or games that were not as much in the cultural zeitgeist. Yeah. And then we realized, hey, nobody cares about those <laughs> games. And yeah, kind of, yeah. We don't really care about those games. I mean, I do, but it was more of like... I, I wanted to bring awareness to some of the more obscure. I was a little bit more interested in, in bringing awareness to obscurity, which is funny because now I feel not, not that I'm coming full circle on it because like from that place to today, now I'm finding myself the early days of the podcast are like beat em ups. <laughs> still beat em ups. But like now I'm finding myself more interested in something like a roller coaster tycoon or like the genres that I didn't explore. Now that I've tapped nostalgia so much in the history of the podcast, now I'm I'm finding myself more interested in like maybe genres or games that I just never experienced before. Um so that's kind of where I'm at, you know. It's like, oh, Doom or Roller Coaster Tycoon or even like Rampart, for example, or like revisiting RPGs. Like one of the things I've loved about doing this is like having an excuse to finish Final Fantasy VII. Like that's sort of, I think, what's interesting to me about this now versus back then. It, I think it was more just about exploring the collection and sort of talking about it. So I feel like I'm growing. Um, I'm wanting new experiences now. I think I feel like that's where I'm at instead of like ranting against collecting retro games or something. Does that make sense? Did any no. of that make sense? It makes sense, yeah. But as you were talking, I started realizing, like, man, you've gone through this transformative journey. That's like life, almost. Yeah, but when it comes to like retro video games, I feel like I'm kind of, I'm kind of in the same place that we started. At. <laughs> the thing is, when we started four years ago, I didn't have any clue about all this stuff. Yeah, and, and now I was you're just like, still in that place. <laughs> well, I feel like the way that I've changed is like. I know more about retro games. Yeah. And I have an appreciation yeah. for them. But I don't know that it... So, like, this is the thing. Like, when the more you get to know something, like, you kind of don't just learn about all the great stuff about it. You also learn about all of its flaws. Yeah. And, like, early on, I was like, yeah, I love retro games. Those are so fun. <laughs> and those are part of, like, my childhood. And I have such fond memories. I've got to learn a lot about. There's like a lot of games that I never played when I was a kid that you've in, that you've introduced me to, and I got to yeah. play through the podcast. I was like, these are awesome, but I've also like had a, a lot of realization. Like, there's a lot of sucky stuff about retro yeah. video games too. So I don't know. I I, yeah. I feel like I'm kind of I don't know where I'm at. I feel like yeah. I'm still on this journey. Yeah, but well, I don't know that I I wasn't like as much of a retro video game guy as you when we started this. Yeah, and I think that's still true. I I just have I have a lot more opinions now. <laughs> Some of them are bad. Jordan is opinionated now. Yeah, okay. and I think that that I don't know. I need to find a way to use those opinions for good rather than evil. <laughs> are you saying what we do is evil? No, I'm saying I have the I have the potentiality to use all this knowledge and opinion for evil. Yeah. Yeah. And I try to avoid that. I don't want to. I don't want to just be the heel, you know, <laughs> to use a term that you might from from rustling from rustling. Yeah, <laughs> like when you go out and you rustle up cattle, there's a guy who's the heel. I feel like t- <laughs> um, one of the part of the problem is the format that we chose. Like taking off nostalgia tinted glasses, because like if this was just a nostalgia ride, but like let's let's judge games today you know, by, by like modern standards. 
And I feel like maybe that has somehow manipulated how we've talked or thought about these games. Um, if this was just about nostalgia, maybe we would have been more dismissive of um, pros and cons a little bit or a, a little bit less of like harping on certain things with certain games. Um, maybe, but we already all have like those nostalgia like we can look back and like say, oh man, I love Battletoads when I was a kid. That was a great game. Yeah. I don't really have any interest in like perpetuating false like realities. Yeah. So I'm okay with us being like, hey, it's 2023. What year is it? 2022. Hey, it's 2022. <laughs> and you know, this game, I loved it when I was a kid and it was good at the time. Yeah. But if it comes to like this or a modern game, I'm not going to play. Like I, I don't, I'm fine with that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's, it's interesting. I feel like I've got this sense of coming full circle lately where I'm wanting, this is going to be weird just because the, the, the nature of my life over the last few months has been really weird. Um, just in my, and things been going on personally. Um, I'm finding that I just want to sit and play retro games lately, which is not, like for doing the podcast, it's always like been retro gaming with a purpose. Yeah. For the podcast. And now I'm I finding take myself notes and analyze yeah. this thing and figure out like, yeah, whether subconsciously or consciously, like how are people going to respond to what I'm saying? Yes. And that's, that's tainting the way that I'm yeah. playing this game. I can't just sit and enjoy it. So yeah, late, lately I've just been in this place of like, I just want to get back to like enjoying, I just want to look at my shelf and play a retro game for the sake of playing a retro game. Yeah. And that's partially a response to just my personal life. Um, but yeah, it's interesting. I'm coming full circle back to where I was as I've sort of had a weird, not a weird few years, but like I've been in a particular place when I play retro games over the last few years. And I'm like looking forward to just like pulling Sunset Riders off my shelf or the sake of just pulling Sunset Riders off my shelf or whatever it is, you know, for no other reason than just to play Sunset Riders. What a concept. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's been a, it's been an interesting ride. I think moving forward, you know, if we want to start to talk about where we're going, I think it is, I'm in a place of wanting to sort of branch out into new experiences um, in the retro gaming space. Um, you're not probably going to be terribly happy about it, but like RPGs maybe, like oh, maybe like Chrono Trigger. Oh gosh. Or maybe like uh, Ocarina of Time is another one we haven't covered. That's true. We have not. We haven't played Guitar Hero. Oh yeah, is that <laughs> is that retro? PS2, yeah, oh, counts. Yeah, counts. You know, Dance Dance Revolution, Drum Freak. <laughs> okay, well, you were on a good roll there, Drum Freak. Can we play Trombone Champ? Have we played Light Gun games on this podcast yet? No, but we should. We should. We should. We should. There we go. We yeah, have to play. Like we'll a, have to dust off the Wii. And play House of the Dead. Twenty twenty three is gonna be the year of peripheral games. <laughs> don't even start with me you're giving me good ideas I like that bust out the virtual boy oh man I, I gotta get my I, I should get the virtual boy consoleizer so that we can hook it up to the TV and play virtual boy games legit for this podcast. there you go but that would kind of ruin everything yeah what do you uh is there is there anything like moving forward that you would like to sort of experience or what are you, what are you thinking about versus, cause a lot of the times, you know, it was like, let's cover beat em ups or like platformers or like the quintessential like retro gaming things. And we're still going to do that, you know, but moving forward, is there, is there any, any sense of like, I want to explore more strategy games or more like, is there anything you're craving moving forward? Any genre you haven't touched or any particular like, 
I like a lot of the stuff that you said. Like, I love the idea of playing some light gun games, some like Guitar Hero peripheral kind of games. Uh, I also kind of do like like that idea of like coming full circle and going back a little bit to where we started, where we could sit down, play a game together, a nice short game, and then like record. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's yeah. very appealing to me, like much more so than like, let's go play a 40 hour Japanese <laughs> RPG. Yeah, the COVID, I think, was such a, an interesting um, shift for us where, it, it, yeah. you know, to keep the podcast going. Um, it brought, I think, single player into things a little bit more, whereas it used to be we have to sit down and play something together. Yeah. Um, so single Which player. Which is good. Like, yeah. I don't have anything against that. I think, like, doing something big and, like, playing a KOTOR or a Final yeah. Fantasy VII or something like that is, it's cool and it's awesome to add those into the mix. He said but, it's awesome to play Final Fantasy VII. You heard it. You heard it. I just want to point everybody's attention the concept the-, <laughs> the concept the idea is good jordan played final fantasy 7 for the amount of time that that podcast episode actually is <laughs> yeah and there is the fact that like going with this more relaxed release schedule we do have more time to play some big games so yeah. like yeah i'm excited for whatever it brings i kind of like not knowing what's happening and just like showing up and <laughs> he finally doesn't know what's happening well no yep. i, I yep. never have had any clue like the this episode here and then like the whenever i got to like pick a game one time i think i got to pick a game george december yeah so like you know it's very <laughs> rare when i know what's going on but i it, i like it it's fun yeah. it's fun to be in the dark a little bit yeah it's fun to be in the, to live in the dark the world is just a dark place for Jordan. I am darkness. That's actually a quote from the new PlayStation 5 Batman game. It's fun to live in the dark. Uh, Batman says it as he beats people up all the time. That, uh, slight spoilers if you don't know anything about Gotham Knights. Uh, it opens with Batman dying. What? <laughs> you just said to me, did you hear about the new Batman game? Because it's about characters from the Batman universe. Name Gotham what? Knights. Batman Robin, Robin, Red Hood, okay, Batgirl. Now you're just making things up. Nightwing. He doesn't know anything. No, we about canceled Batman. Batgirl because Brendan Fraser. <laughs> Did you hear about this? There was supposed to be a Batgirl movie with Brendan Fraser was playing the bad guy, and everyone, the whole internet, was excited for it. And then Warner Brothers was like, "Oh, we're not putting that movie out anymore." Uh, no, I didn't hear that. They canceled it because they said it was going to cost too much money and it wasn't a good movie. It's like we want oh. Brendan Fraser. Give us Brendan oh, Fraser. Yeah. Just give us the Mummy three, four, five. Oh, you need to <laughs> you need to research the mummy, my friend. We're on like seven or eight. I think I do. Maybe I'll just watch the animated series. I have the box set. I can loan it to you. <laughs> oh man. Anyway, I'm excited for whatever happens. Yeah. Whether I'm in the dark or in the light. <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna talk a little bit more about future worth or worthless stuff in just a bit. But right now, we're actually gonna take a, a break here, and we're gonna go into our bonus Patreon segment where we've got a couple more awards, we've got some more data, we've got some more conversations to go into this 100th episode. So if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you should subscribe and get all these extra conversations. And if you are, we'll stay tuned. Mm-hmm. You get the show a week early, and you get some uh, extended segments put onto it. Jordan, what are we going to be, what are we, what are we talking about? Let's, let's well, here's just a little teaser just here. Just a little teaser. What are we going to do? If you're, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, you're going to miss out on the Tom from MySpace award. <laughs> what could that be? The Tom from MySpace award? That sounds pretty good. We're going to talk about our most and least downloaded episodes from the show. Yeah. And uh, we're also going to finish with one award, the Play Freebird award. <laughs> so, yeah. 
<laughs> Play Freebird. Just, I just want you to inside just think the mind of a madman. What could those possibly be? Just keep thinking about it over and over and over until your brain is like, I need to know what I is need, the Tom from MySpace Award. <laughs> and then you can go subscribe to Patreon and have all of your uh, questions answered. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, worth it or, or, or com slash Patreon or Patreon.com slash Worth It or Worthless. There you go. Yep, so for just $2 a month, you can uh, support this train wreck. You can throw some water on the slow motion train wreck. All right, Jordan. So, c- closing out the show, let's let's just let's let's talk about let's let's just talk about let's tease the future of Worth It or Worthless just a little bit. We got a couple of a uh, couple things coming up. Yeah, I always got something in the works. You know, you never. never content just to keep things the way they are yeah you always gotta you you have to take a retro gaming podcast and make it something that's not a retro gaming podcast and then eventually he'd scale things he'd be like oh, okay we well, took it too far now we gotta adapt you're always adapting always changing yeah yeah uh we're not ready to talk about the the sort of new slot of the bounty stuff just yet but we've heard from you guys that you want Bounty, you want to be able to tell us your opinions, your thoughts on things. So we're gonna we're gonna bring that back in in some form that we will be announcing in the next episode. Mm-hmm. We're also doing some other stuff that we can't we can't really like mention it yet. I don't want to speak it out loud and then oh. have people go, "Where is where is it, Dan? Where did it like so, uh, yeah?" Because sometimes we get we jump the gun and we're yeah. like, "Hey, we're gonna do this thing," and then your life falls apart and you can't do any of the things. Well, or you're just like. I don't <laughs> Maybe not every idea is something that you have to pursue or run down. But or it like, just takes a lot of time and you just yeah. you can't get it out we there. We had every intention of starting a video game book club. and <laughs> we don't you talk know, about You'll hear us mention it Bruno, in about a year. Bruno. We Bruno. don't talk about book <laughs> club. <laughs> I still, it, it, it hurts me even hearing you say that. Like, I'm like, I know, ah. but it was, like, it was a good idea. We just didn't have the bandwidth to make it happen. Yeah. And you know what's really cool? In our Discord server, we have some guys in the books channel who have been going through all of those boss game books and have been discussing them. Boss game and books. What I'm was it waiting called? for the River City Rampage. What's one. it called? <laughs> what is it called? It's called boss game books. <laughs> it's obviously not called that if you're not going to correct me. <laughs> Check it out. Bossgamebooks.com. Okay. Boss fight books. <laughs> there he goes. And so, like, we didn't officially organize it, but we did create a space, and people have been talking about them, and it's cool. So yeah, they had a humble bundle with all the Kindle versions. Yeah, so you know what? Like, so we'll be announcing something hopefully sooner than later. But we have some some cool stuff coming up in the works for the podcast, and worth it, or or shouldn't say for the podcast, but for worth it or worthless. Oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler alert! Yeah. So, yeah, we got we're working on stuff. We're working on stuff. Should be good. Should be good. Um, Jordan, four years of this. Yeah. What do you think? Are you looking back over the last four years? Did you expect to feel like you feel now? Do you did this thing just turn out totally different? Let's start a podcast. We should start a, t- a podcast talking about retro games. What do you? What are your thoughts on four years of that? Okay. So honestly, this was not the first scheme that you had roped me into and so <laughs> my expectations were we'll record a handful of episodes no one's gonna listen and yeah. that'll be that but never did i expect that four years later we would be uh still doing this thing having a great time making a great community and not only that like the fact that i remember like 
being like, okay, it'd be cool if like a handful of people listened or just like maybe a couple hundred people listen. And the fact that uh, in the last year we broke into the top 100 video game podcasts, like that's crazy to me. That's absolutely insane to me. There are so many, like it's, it's a billions dollar industry video games and the fact yeah. that there are people out there listening to us talk about video games especially me who has no <laughs> idea what i'm talking about uh just like the amount of love that we felt from you guys and the amount of time that we've gotten to spend together doing this has been awesome so i'm i, I love that we've been doing this yeah it's been um it's been such an interesting ride that has shifted my perspective and opened my mind and given me a good reason to experience certain games that I never would have probably gravitated towards like JRPGs is a genre that I never have loved and wanted much to do with. And now I'm like, I'm curious about that. You know, it's, it's, it's opened me up even more as a gamer, even, you know, for Rampart and like roller coaster tycoon you can't even and say games it without giggling and games that I never would have known about if, my friend hadn't, you know, brought them to my attention, but uh, yeah, it's it's just been a it's been cool to do this for four years. So I'm really glad that we've uh, we've been doing this. I think most podcasts don't make it past three episodes. Yeah, <laughs> so hundred is pretty good. <laughs> I, I I think like if you if you get more than like six listeners, you're in the top like ten percent. <laughs> six listeners. So, Goodness. Uh, yeah, I, I, we have we've ascended beyond that. Yeah. Thankfully. So thank you guys so much for uh, for supporting this thing and for for listening over the years and uh, hopefully it it stays good or whatever. <laughs> yeah. I think I think you know at, at the beginning of this there was always the potential that like okay you'd see the numbers you'd see like people responding and like talking and stuff and like at a certain point it got to be like there are too many people that it can't just be our moms using (laughs) using sock puppet accounts anymore so like we know there are actual real people because you know you go back and listen to some of the first episodes and we'll talk about like the people listening there were no people (laughs) there were but like you know, we're, we're sitting here recording, like we recorded three or four episodes before we even released anything. So there, yeah. there truly were no people. And now knowing that there <laughs> are a community of you who frequently interact with us and send us messages and have invited us into your lives as well. That's, yeah. uh, it means a lot. So thank yeah. you guys. All right, Jordan, do you have anything else before we, uh, we sink this battleship? That's Hasbro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is, see it now. <laughs> This is why I frequently push for this thing to go no longer than 60 minutes because our brains start to melt at a certain point and that happens. And as I'm saying, our brains start to melt. Literally, a piece of acoustic paneling melted and fell off melted. the wall. The entire studio is collapsing it around us. The floor is lava. Yeah. So I think that is a sign from the studio, at least, that uh, we should wrap uh. this up. All right, my friends, thank you so much for listening, and we will see you in the next one. Yes, we'll see you guys. Bye. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, we'd greatly appreciate it if you left us a rating or review wherever you're listening and if you shared the show with other retro gaming fans in your life. If you're looking for more retro gaming content, check out worthitorworthless.com where you can find things like reviews, guides, game recommendations, and, of course, all of our relevant links. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you in two weeks. Thanks.